Bush and Ritchie here with a podcast of the radio show broadcast on Absolute Radio 22nd of July 2020. Um, Bush, I've never asked you what is your opinion on Marmite. I like it. I, I do like it. I like it on toast. Um, sometimes, what have I put it up? I've put it in something weird that you wouldn't normally put it on. It's good in gravy. Have I, no, I'm not putting it in gravy. What is it? What the hell have I put Marmite on? I put Marmite. Oh, yeah, steak. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? Marmite on a steak. Yes. Well, look, here's the thing, all right? Certainly over the last five, ten years, there has been uh, quite a quite a movement to uh, taking Marmite in its uh, spread form and infusing it into other foods. Uh, and the latest one that I've seen, I bought in uh, an M&S Simply Food, and this is why I brought it up. I'm absolutely addicted to this at the moment. Marmite cream cheese. Where do you stand on the thought of that? How can that even be a thing, though? Because cream cheese is a flavour in its own right. How can it be a Marmite version of that? That can't, that can't be right. Are you uh, suggesting uh, that uh, the good people at Marks and Spencer might have dabbled in food and got something wrong? Well... But I don't understand how it can have the flavour of that. It's like saying it's like a Marmite lemon or a Marmite... Do you know what I mean? It's like th there's a flavour there. That it's yeah. either that or it isn't, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's like a Marmite spread in that case. I know what you're saying, but I've, I'm addicted to it at the moment and it does taste like cream cheese that has got that mm. hint of Marmite about it. And I am boshing through Jacob's crackers at an alarming rate. And what I'm doing is having them as a little sandwich with a great big dollop of Marmite cream cheese in the middle of. That is what's going on in between the songs on this Hometime show. Do you know what, right, though? I don't, I don't want to be having a pop at Marmite. I know lots of people listening to this love Marmite, and we'll get to the show in a minute, I promise you. Marmite is the um, spread equivalent of DJ Khalid in the music world. Because <laughs> right. at the moment, rather than take, putting out its own material, it's just appearing on other people's songs in brackets, like featuring DJ Khalid. Marmite. You know what I mean? Like Marmite and something crisps or Marmite version of baked bean. Just stick to what you do, Marmite. Stop appearing in other people's work. Do you know what I mean? Get your own thing. And just in case you thought you'd stumbled across the wrong radio station, other than the beginning of this podcast, DJ Khalid does not feature in tonight's <laughs> Hometime Show. It's a Khalid-free zone. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I was lying in bed last night thinking about how the week's panned out so far. And when you start to add together some of the extraordinary but very mundane events that have taken place, you begin to think or wonder or suspect that there might be a curse at foot. Black magic, that kind of thing, voodoo. <laughs> think about it, right? We've had so far, uh, you've accidentally poured bleach or something onto your back garden and destroyed your lawn. Okay? Don't talk to me about it. It's, Don't he doesn't even want to talk to about, about it. it. Don't even want to talk about it, but it's, it's there, it's happened. Then your broadband mucked up and you were, you were offline for a whole 12 hours until they got it fixed. Uh, <laughs> th the day after that, I accidentally knocked a cup of coffee over my laptop and then up the wall in my eldest daughter's bedroom where I'm broadcasting from at the moment. That was a nightmare. That put me out for a little bit as well. And then producer Adam yesterday on this show forgot to bring the Tuesday tombola by some kind of sheer oversight and cross wires. You put all these things together, I believe there's some kind of curse going on this week. Not a big curse, but like a low-level, just really frustrating curse. 
I can't dismiss what you're saying. When you look back at the last four months that we've had together, but well, ironically not together, in our own bedrooms, the last four months of this show being broadcast from home, we've been very lucky. And then all of a sudden this week, the sanctuary of solace that is my garden and my beloved turf gets bleached and is now a disaster. Then, the, as you say, the internet fails and we can't broadcast. The internet's been so reliable for the last four months. Yeah. Uh, and, and like your laptop, you, we depend, you depend on that to be able to broadcast from home. Suddenly you, you spill coffee over it. It's, this whole thing, this last three days, what is going on? And I normally look down my nose at people who are um, shambolic enough to knock hot drinks over their computer stuff because I always think you should have a hot drink next to it. But I did. I had to turn it sideways onto a bath towel to get all the coffee off. It was an awful thing. And I have some form of uh, Rorschach picture on the inside wall of my daughter's room at the moment on the white paint that I put on there not that long ago that I'm going to have to paint over. So look, we just want to put this out there. We suspect that we might be cursed, but are you? Have you been frustrated by low-level things going wrong in your life at the moment? We don't want nothing to do with big stuff. This is just little tiny frustrations that might be a curse. 8 to 12, 15 now. This is a scientific exploration. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Laurie says, last night I was hexed for sure. Cat knocked over a full mug of tea over my books. That's similar to yours. Uh, Then a cat ignores the tray and poos on the landing at 11 o'clock in the evening. Then there's a fox outside my bedroom window with a squeaky dog toy at 3am. This is all happening within hours. Foxes are weird, aren't they? For ages, that noise that you hear in the night. I thought that was foxes fighting, but do you know what? It isn't. Isn't it? No, it's foxes, you know... Okay. Isn't that... I mean, if that's what that is, then they... I don't know. How come they're that keen on it? It sounds awful. (laughs) Foxes, it sounds terrible. Uh, One other thing that's happened here, we've uh, got a new telly, right? Fancy new TV. So I thought, let's stick the old telly on Facebook Marketplace. And I've been stepping over its old remote for about, I don't know, two or three weeks or something like that. Can I find it today for us to put it on a Facebook Marketplace? Can I hell? Another example of a curse. Carl says, I've burnt myself twice in two days uh, in nearly the same place with a hot SDS bit. I don't know what that is, but it sounds painful. Stephen Cambridge just says, the curse is real. I work in farming, had the first proper day of harvest on Monday. I've had the work iPad for three years, no problems. And then on Monday, the server crashed. It's wiped out half a day and it still isn't fixed. I wonder if like farmers are still as kind of uh, supernatural as they would have been back in like uh, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Is he is he thinking now bad harvest next summer because the sun gods are angry with him or something like that? Please go back to us and let us know. Matt Kitchen says, "Gang, I've been cursed with the drops for the last week. Every day I've managed to bungle something straight out of my hands, culminating in dropping my Pixel 3A phone into the bath last night while showing my two-year-old her teeth cleaning song." I'm gu- it. <laughs> oh, Matt. Uh, James in Portsmouth, I've been trying to find the set of keys to my mum's house and the keys for my back door and the keys for my communal bike shed. I can't find any of them. I'm under a curse. Either that, James, or there's a key thief. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
Uh, are you under a curse this week? Helen in Mid-Devon says she is. Fellas, I'm cursed indeed. Since the beginning of the week, I've had my second flat tyre in nine days. Ooh. A second bout of cystitis. Ouch. Uh, um, uh, and I lost a huge filling. Wow, it's all going on, isn't it? It's falling apart. <laughs> Hang in there. Uh, I don't know how we got into this topic, but we were talking about the, the noises that Fox makes earlier on. I, I think um, a listener had been kept up overnight by noisy foxes that I think she thought that they had a squeaky toy or something like that. I was saying that the, that fox noise is, you know, uh, slap and tickle, essentially. <laughs> sounds terrible. sounds awful. Um, this text says foxes cry at night bush to call their cubs back in if there's a possible threat. Maybe it's not that. I don't think that's the case because there's a couple of other eye-watering descriptions of what goes on in terms of the boudoir for foxes. Thank you, Dave, for that. You've ruined me tea this evening. So I don't think that's the case, but thank you. <laughs> Uh, another curse from Matt in Bracknell just been to pick up my dog from the dog walker as I was pulling into the car park from the main road I over egged my turning circle and I've accidentally beached my car in a ditch one of my rear wheels was just spinning in the air as the front was fully beached not a good end to the day I've definitely been cursed it's like someone out of Dukes of Hazard. Uh, John says, I bought a box meal from KFC, took it out of the bag except for the gravy, went to remove the gravy from the bag and the lid slipped, spilling gravy all over the workshop. Distraught is uh, an understatement. Do you know what? Don't have gravy with a KFC. What's all that about? That's just a bit <laughs> weird, isn't it? And then Adeli says, uh, yes, we are cursed. We received the property deeds for our new house dating back to 1898 and then woke up this morning to a bed full of glass as something had shattered. <gasps> I think we woke a spirit. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Wednesday's Home Time Show on Absolute Radio. This is Bush and Richie. Friday, we're going to be together. It's our big Home Time meetup. We ain't seen each other. We haven't been in each other's presence properly. For four months. That's all over this Friday. We're in Brentwood. We're doing the show together in Brentwood. And we can't wait. We need some intel. We need to know about the area. What can we do whilst we're there? So we thought we would turn to uh, someone who has been described as Brentwood's most famous daughter... It's our very own Sarah Champion. Oh, guys, I'm so proud that you two are putting Brentwood on the map. Never mind, you know, that it's Noel Edmonds' hometown. <laughs> you two, Bush and Ritchie, 2020. That's what it's all about, putting Brentwood so, on the map. In Noel Edmonds' hometown, are you telling us that Brentwood is Crinkly Bottom? <laughs> <laughs> I'd never thought about it that way, but I guess essentially. Yes. Wow. Not, not just in all Edmonds, by the way. Go on, who else? Who else? You said Louise Nerdick the other day, right? Louise from Eternal, mm. I think. Um, my school, which is uh, Shenfield High School, um, we had Ross Kemp. Um, wow. Obviously, Grant off of EastEnders at the yeah. height of, uh, of, of, of that fame. Um, Richard Maidley <laughs> went to oh, wow. my school. It's like wall-to-wall <laughs> celebs over in Brentwood. It's and so quite you, a list. You, were you kind of tell us your Brentwood credentials then? Were you, did you grow up there? Were you born there? What's the deal? Born and bred really? in Brentwood. Um, yeah, I mean, I was there. I, I, I was born in Brentwood, and then I moved to Shenfield, which is in Brentwood, uh, which is where the, the school I went to, Shenfield High School. Um, yeah, and I then mean, night, nightclubs and nights out from back. I love the old nightclubs from back in the day that people would have gone to. So when you were like obviously making up a date of birth to get past a bouncer, what were you going into <laughs> club-wise? <laughs> um, there was a pub in the high street called the White Heart. Uh, I think it might now be Sugar Hut or, you know, one of those that, that's frequented oh, by wow. the, the only way is Essex lot. Certainly on that strip anyway. 
I mean, th- th- that place got raided so many times raided. because we were all like 14 years old on the cider in there. Uh, so yeah, the White, the White Heart and the High Street, it's, it's not that anymore. I, I'm not sure what it's called now. I think it, it might be the Sugar Heart or one of those. So well, Richie um, and I are, are bleaching our teeth and getting rid of our socks <laughs> and we're going to be heading down there on Friday. That's us try and blend in. So where are you headed? Have you actually got well, somewhere in mind? That was going to be our question to you. Where would you suggest that two like-minded gentlemen that you care about very much should meet up mm. this Friday? I mean, if you're in a park, I'd recommend yes. King George's. It's got a nice little crazy it's golf a good scene. course. Good scene down there. You, you guys... <laughs> You guys could have a game of crazy golf. Who doesn't enjoy crazy golf? Games? Richie hates crazy golf. He's very competitive. He so hates crazy golf. Oh, does. really? I'm a proper golfer, Sarah. So, um, oh, okay. uh, people that dabble so windmills with uh, windmills and clowns' faces, I'm afraid I look down on them. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere oh, else? Okay. Anywhere else nice for a little wander around that we could have a little wander in a chat? Yeah, for, I mean, there's some really nice country parks, actually. Weald Country Park is really nice. Thorndon is lovely. That might be a bit more up your street. And then, obviously, you could just sit in a pub beer garden. I mean, I used to work in the Boar's Head in uh, Brentwood. That's worth a look. It's got a nice little pond outside. Hey, so it. are you saying that if we went to the Boar's Head and said Champers sent us, we might get looked after? I mean, it's saying she worked here when she was 15 and she dropped plates on the floor. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. I just they said, might yeah, sort you out. It's worth a try. Get some pork scratchings and maybe a free half a cider. See what happens. So, <laughs> Champers, thank you for the intel. This is brilliant. We're, we're getting a better picture of Brentwood as, as time goes on. She's been useless. She has been a bit useless. However, she has I provided us... I didn't know how you felt about crazy golf. I'm sorry. Well, you've provided us with one incredible gem that I think we're going to run with with this hour of the show is surely there's a line in the sand drawn for who's got the most famous people that went to their school. Richard Madeley and Ross Kemp is setting it's the good, bar right? pretty high it's for good. that school, yeah. isn't it? Ross Kemp came and uh, opened one of the Mayfair that we had at school, which was very exciting. You cut wow. the ribbon for us. So cool. <laughs> yes, this is a great idea. So look, uh, any notable former pupils at your school, text us 81215. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Well, listen, so look, Champers... 81215, text us, yes, and tweet us at Absolute Radio about former pupils, notable former pupils at your school, yes. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Kerry says Windsor Davies was my dad's history teacher. That doesn't count. He was a teacher. He's not a pupil. But Scott <laughs> says your very own Steve Edge from Jason Manford's show was at my school, Cannock Chase. Wow, my favourite bit of him is him playing the Coron Glace in Peep Show. The man's a legend. Uh, Gary has one that you'll definitely know of, Bush. Mark King from Level 42 went to Cowes High School a year above him. <laughs> oh, God, listen, it, it, we forgot to mention this earlier on because it was all so busy, but we did play Level 42 as an apology for me stupidly saying that uh, Mark King was in UB40 earlier on. OK, so hopefully that set the record straight with the Level 42 fans. <laughs> David Ward uh, is saying uh, Chris Smalling was at school with him at Chatham Grammar School for Boys. You'd hope they had a good football team. Yeah, you'd think so. Uh, what about this? Matt Keenan, speaking of football, uh, went to the same school as Victor Anachebe from ex-Everton player, Cherry Blair and Kenny Everett. What an unlikely three that is. Uh, James <laughs> Wellham staying on the football angle. What about this? He says, guys, I went to school in Gibraltar where there is only one senior school for boys. Uh, so the entire national football team went to my school. And he's put a list on Twitter. Here's the team who uh, lost 9-0 to Belgium. He's been to school with every single one of them, a whole football <laughs> team. 
<laughs> Love it. <laughs> the shame in this case. And Martin uh, went to school two years younger than him with Keith Flint at Boswell School in Chelmsford. Uh, Liz has texted. Uh, she said Brentwood School beats Shenfield School, which is where Ooh. Sarah said she went. Uh, we had Frank Lampard and Douglas Adams. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy author uh, says Liz, born and bred Brentwood girl. I guess that does slightly edge Ross Kemp and Richard Madeley that Champers was talking about as well. <laughs> it does. Just slightly edges it. Actually, we haven't even said about our own schools. So for my school, Cuthbert, Maine, in Torquay, that was the secondary school I went to, the only kind of famous person we had was Nick Jago, who's the drummer from Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, and he was in my <laughs> year. And, <laughs> and I've got beef with him because he called me a weirdo because I got up to do a speech about the history of my house and completely clammed up, couldn't say anything, and was asked by the teacher to sit down again. And as I went past him, I remember these words to this day. He turned to me and said, Bushy, you're a weirdo. Thanks, Nick. He doesn't know you, mate. He doesn't know you. Thank you very uh, much. Thanks, Richie. The reason that I haven't spoken up about my school is it's a little bit awkward. Um, I don't remember of any tales back in the day of famous ex-pupils. I've had a little look on the internet... I can't see any famous ex-pupils, so de facto, it would suggest the most notable ex-pupil is yours truly. Well, you might have to get yourself a blue plaque, get yourself down there, maybe open up a new gym or something like that. Well, the next thing that they build, you go and open it with those mini curtains. <laughs> Cut the ribbon. Uh, Caven says, Jimmy Cranky, when he was a girl... What? what? I... When he was a girl? Hold on a minute. I think someone's got the crankies all wrong. I think they have. <laughs> and Lisa says Noel Fielding was in my classes at high school. I assure you, he looks nothing like he did then. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Well, Ben records he can, he texts in. All right, lads, it's Ben here. We had Timmy Mallet and Spurs keeper Ian Walker at Great Cornard Upper. I've no idea where that is, but it's quite a combo. What a fantastic hairstyle Ian Walker had right the way through his footballing career. What a beauty that was. <laughs> is, it, is it wrong to say never trust the goalie with long hair? Does that apply? Or that br- You're going to bring David Seaman out at me, I guess, I suppose, with that. I would come back at that, but at least David Seaman had his tied back. I do think there's something that hampers Ian Walker with the curtains. If you've got a hairstyle uh, that goes in front of your eyes and you're meant to try and see things as a keeper, it's a problem. At least David Seaman was uh, respecting health and safety rules by having it tied back. Maybe, maybe could have had a beard snood as well, but that's another. <laughs> that's a whole other show. Alex says, what about this for people who are at my school? Ray Mears, Fatboy Slim, David Walliams, Romesh Ranganathan and Keir Starmer. That's just greedy. Isn't it? Uh, Steve Redgrave went to my junior school in Marlow Bottom uh, and his mum also taught my mum to drive. He's a total legend. I've got to hold one of his medals as well, says Peter, who finishes up the Gunners. Not now. (laughs) Mick says, Sting was a substitute teacher at my school. Other than that, Jimmy Fivebellies was also in my year. (laughs) Wow, that's that's an early leader, that one is. Uh, Paul gets in touch and says, I went to school for five years in the same class as Johnny Vegas at uh, West Park in St Helens. It's fair to hey. say he was a jack the lad right through school. 
He's a top man, and he's a fan of the indie disco on a Saturday night as well, so I love the man. But listen, we don't want to get sidetracked on who famous went to your school. The focus of this week is on Brentwood. That's where on Friday, Richie and I are going to be doing our big home time get-together, our reunion, because we've not seen each other for four months. We need your advice, though, on the way in the next hour of the show as to when we get there, what the hell are we going to do? Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Home time with Butch and Ricky. It's Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night and all this week thanks to Gumtree Motors. We've got up to £1,000 to be won. Uh, whether it's buying your first car or furnishing a new flat, Gumtree know adulting can be tough and it's a bit of a journey as well. That's why they're available for all the key stages in your life. It's been a belter of a game we've been playing that uh, I devised. Uh, play your cars right. Um, some people have said it sounds like a, a show they watched uh, quite a while back uh, called Play yeah. Your Cards Right. Weird, isn't it? Weird that they would think that. Um, but uh, it's not that game. And to play tonight is Scott. How are you, Scott? Yeah, oh, great. Thanks very much. Yeah, good. Hey, Scott, good to have you on board. Where are you right now? I'm in Wickford, Essex, uh, indoors. Oh, we've we got an Essex lad on, on board here. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to Brentwood on Friday for our big home-time get-together, our reunion. Have you been to Brentwood before? I have been to Brentwood, yes. Um, only f- up the road. All right, any tips on what Richie and I can do? Uh, probably have a few beers. <laughs> it's a pretty solid plan, Scott. <laughs> Fair play. Scott, if our boss phones up, we'll say Scott told us to do it. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I should have a good time. Scott, here's the rules for the game. We're going to give you four cars. Uh, you've got to tell us if the price of the car on Gumtree Motors is higher or lower than the previous one we've just given you. For each car you get right, you win 250 quid. As soon as you get one wrong, though, you're out of the game, which means oh. if you get the first one wrong, you could walk away with nothing. All right, do you understand? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, OK, cheers. Right, let's get underway. Here we go. First car on Gumtree Motors is a Citroen C1 with 91,000 miles on the clock. It's up for sale uh, for £850. Also on the website is a Mini 1 convertible from 2012 with 61,000 miles racked up. Now, is that higher or lower than the Citroen? I'd say higher. You're right, Scott. It is higher at five thousand two hundred pounds, two hundred and fifty quid in the bank. Thank you. Solid start, Scott. So the Mini One is five thousand two hundred, but Jenny has a Maserati Gran Turismo four point two liter listed. It's Ooh. done sixty thousand miles and comes with a twelve month MOT. Is that higher or lower than the Mini One? Oh, it is Maserati. I've got to say it's higher. You're absolutely right, Scott. 500 quid in the bank. It's higher at £21,000. Scott, you're doing a good job so far. Can the Gran Turismo beat this 2014 Vauxhall Vivaro? Uh, This seats nine people. It can do a top speed of 90 miles an hour. Is the Vauxhall higher or lower? Uh, I would say um, lower. Scott, you're on a roll, mate. It is lower at £7,500. I'm no mathematician, but that's 750 quid in the bank for you. God, Going true. for the grand. Going for the grand. On Gumtree Motors right now is a red Volkswagen T2 campervan manufactured in 1976. It's got 74,650 miles on the clock. 
Is it higher or lower than the Vauxhall? Oh dear, um, I'm going to go higher. Scott, you feeling lucky today? Well, I hope so. <laughs> I hope you so. are. You've just oh. won it. It's higher at £18,500. Oh. Richie, how much has the man won? It's a grand. Scott, you've Ooh. won £1,000. We're going to spend it on. Oh, great. That's good stuff. I'll, I think I'll probably buy a few more beers. <laughs> good lad. Well, we'll let you know what pub we're in on Friday, and it's on right. you then, yeah? <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Oh, Scott, it's all thanks to Gumtree Motors, a car right up your street. Consider Gumtree when wanting to buy or sell a car or a second-hand car. You don't have to look far to find a trusted used car. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. As you know, we're having our big home time meet-up uh, in Brentwood uh, this Friday afternoon. Bush, the one thing that I'm mildly concerned about is is once once we've seen each other and we say hello and all the pleasantries are done, um, there's obviously three hours. I don't know about you, I don't want to be, just be sat in uh, a pair of camping chairs for three hours just going, well, this is nice. It would be good to have yeah. some kind of activity uh, that we can uh, get up to uh, in whatever beautiful green park we decide that we're going to uh, settle down in for the afternoon i almost see in my mind two different things right when i think of our meetup i either think you know when they have a, um one of those cutaway scenes on local news where someone's walking through a park chatting to someone that's telling them about a story and then it'll cut to a closer <laughs> bit when they're in front of a hedge that's a and yeah. then b and i don't know where this has come from is you facing one direction in your car with the window down and me in the opposite direction in my, my car with the window down chatting. Now, would that work with, with in terms of the driver's seat? Would we be on the same side or would we be different? I don't know if how If we works. both parked fl- uh, flush uh, in the spaces, then one of us would be at the back of the car, yeah. one of us would be at the front. Uh, but <laughs> it's too be, complicated. So we'd have to park badly, but it could yeah. be done. It could be done. And, and also, I don't want to get into... Us meeting up in car parks, it's all a bit dodgy then, isn't it? And you know also, I mean? mate, you're in a van, so you'd be higher. You'd be looking down at my crotch. This, and no one needs that as well. I've seen you've got a sunroof and everything. It's, it's a view I don't need to see. <laughs> so we do, we need some suggestions as to, like, uh, a bit of an activity. Think about when you've met up with people in, in like, a park or a field and stuff like that, what do you do? Uh, I would like to suggest, but I'm not sure I'm going to be able to carry this off, Outside darts, right? Lawn darts. Um, <laughs> this is you know, not this again. <laughs> yeah, I've I've found I've found a set on uh, on Amazon, but it's not going to arrive before Friday. So uh, oh. another time, mate. But other than that, it would have been a great idea. Well, do you know what? Weirdly, we in the shed, um, my other half, Katie, has got this Swedish game called Cub, which is like. It's like lawn bowls, but with like wooden sticks. I can't explain it, but it's quite cool. And it comes bring in it. a little box section. I could bring that along. We could play cub. Love to play a bit of cub, yeah. But we're open to any suggestions. So that if you've got a good idea about uh, anything ranging from lawn darts to cub or anything in between, 8, 12, 15. What the hell can we do in Brentwood? Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. John suggests Kaplunk. <laughs> Look, we ain't seen each oh, other man. for four months. There's bad things that we could do outside. Then what is a very good parlour game, but Kaplunk, I'm not sure, is the solution, John. 
It's giving me a bit of a panic attack even thinking about how, how would you equidistantly and at a safe distance, social distancing, etc., set up a game of Complunk? Unless one person is on, a, I'm imagining a little tiny table in the middle of a park. I step forward, do my manoeuvre. I step back to, say, some line that we've made on the floor with some emergency tape, and then you step forward, something like that. Yeah, and then also, it'd also mean that we'd only be able to play one round of it because then we'd have to sanitise every, yeah. every little Kaplunk stick. Which is the technical term for the for what they are, plunkettes, I believe. Yeah, little plunkettes. <laughs> it's not kaplunk, John. Chris says, "What about a bit of dousing?" <laughs> is that where you walk around with the sticks and try and find water? Is that witchcraft, or does it actually work? Is there is there truth in that? Because I always do joke dousing things. Where, you know when you've got tent pegs and you put a tent up. It's always good laugh to do a bit of joke dousing, a bit of a dad joke. But if it works, man, well let's try and find some water that's previously been unseen or not known about in Brentwood. Mate, if if we get spotted dousing for water on Friday afternoon, within three hours of having not seen each other for four months, our boss would be within his rights to cancel this show. It's a bit David Icke, isn't it? We, we might have turned a bit Icke. <laughs> Stephen is suggesting a game of headers and volleys. I could bring a ball, but can that be done with just two people? Well, like you, you'd go in goal, wouldn't you? Because you're a goalkeeper, yeah. so that's yeah. good. That always solves that one because no one normally wants to go in goal. So if I was, so we were playing Wembley, right? Yeah. All against all, I, I then would essentially just keep shooting at you until I score, and then I've won. I've won the FA Cup. Is that how it works? <laughs> yes. The well, only way we could play it is if we stick in goal our producer, Adem. That might feel oh. quite fitting, and then we just fire balls at him. That would be so Imagine a penny floater bouncing off his bald cue ball head. That would be so much fun. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Thank you so much for your input on the show this evening. I feel like we're getting a better idea of what we're going to do when we get to Brentwood on Friday for our big hometown meetup. We haven't seen each other for four months. We don't want to just sit opposite each other and go, all right? Uh, we want to do something, outdoor activities, that kind of thing. And they've been good so far, haven't they, these? Predominantly they have, although you get the odd one that comes through and you think, do you listen to this show? Kev has suggested, why don't you do a fitness boot camp together? Kev, do you oh. listen to this show? Well, is that the one where you, you see sometimes you walk around a park and you just see someone lying on the floor trying to do burpees, being shouted at by someone who's got a military background? You got it, yeah. Being absolutely beasted by someone as you and I in Lycra are sweating oh. and absolutely, absolutely just blowing out of our backside. <laughs> I don't, that's, no one needs to see that in a park. Carl <laughs> says, what about an old school classic? But he's been hit by autocorrect on his phone, unfortunately. And he's put kids chase. Now, this is two issues. Kids chase, that's a terrible thing. We don't want to be doing that in a park. Nope. Or if he means kiss chase, also mean you social distancing. Even if I we think, couldn't social distance, it would be, be divisive. I think I'd rather do the fitness boot camp than do a kiss chase with you, if that's all right. Fair uh, enough. Stephen has uh, suggested something that actually I did used to. Uh, have you got a Frisbee? Could we do Frisbee? Stephen We've got a Frisbee that. here in the house. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I used to love that. And Glenn says, what about a touch of ornithology? Bird watching. Well, yeah, we are the people who've blown the whistle on the fact that the birds are about to try and take over the planet back from the humans <laughs> because we've been on our knees because of lockdown. Maybe this is it. We can do some bird sketching and that. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Got me thinking, I saw a movie within the last 12 months that had DJ Khaled. He's everywhere, mate. Well. He's everywhere. <laughs> Honest what to God. If you watch anything, you've got a 95% chance of DJ Khaled popping up. He's everywhere. What is that film? Oh, my goodness. Might have to actually ask our producer to chip in here. What oh, is no. that film oh, no. that's got a load of girls in that sing? Oh, God, I had to go to the oh, cinema and watch Pitch Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's in, oh, yeah Pitch Perfect. I've got a feeling that he's in Pitch Perfect 3 that I had to go and suffer. I had to suffer that as well. Honestly, I feel like we should have a veterans group for, for fellas who've had to sit through Pitch Perfect. Okay, uh, subtopic, all right, that if you want to email us, you can. I'm putting it out there that Pitch Perfect is the worst trilogy of films in history. If you can think of a worse trilogy, get in touch. Uh, DJ Khalid has got 57 acting credits on IMDb. Just oh, was you know. he in Pitch Perfect 3? He was in Pitch Perfect 3. There you go. He played, wait for it, DJ Khalid. Oh, of course he did. That's just so Khalid. Hence wins the hometown show. The boys have left the studio. But let me be your guarantor that hometown will be back for more. Pushing Richie on the radio. They'll be back again tomorrow. Phantom Music Interview. Subscribe, rate, and leave review.